Welcome to Joyful Souls, the podcast. I'm Tracy Benson, your host. I am so excited to take this weekly journey with you where we'll take deep dives into real talk with real people living an epically fulfilled existence. We'll give you tips, tools, and strategies that you can use in your everyday life to have more joy, more peace, more love, more connection, more of all the things that really matter. And it's crazily true. When you live like that in alignment, in joy, in peace, just expanding your heart and soul, it's amazing what you manifest and what will just show up at your door. So let's get this trip around the sun started. I'll see you on the flip side. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Joyful Souls, the podcast. I'm your host, Tracy Benson. And today in real time, it's October 9th, 2020. And every time I get on to record, I think, oh my gosh, why is the year gone so much faster than normal? You know, I like to chalk it up to the fact that I'm just getting older and time is precious. And sometimes we forget that. And this year in particular, I mean, we've had some chance to, with all the weirdness going on and being kind of on lockdown and kind of homebound for a while, not being able to travel, do a lot of the things that we normally do, right? Even go out and socialize with friends. You know, we found more meaning with our close relationships, the people that we live with, because we've been locked down with them. We've had no opportunity to distance ourselves in a lot of cases, and that can be good or bad, right? Depending on what your relationship is based on. But I was reflecting today at how this year has made me slow down. I tend to do everything fast. I was always like that. Now, I don't move as fast anymore. I've got some issues with my mobility, with old injuries that keep me slower than I'd like to be, but my brain has always moved real fast. And my body used to move really fast too. In fact, I used to get in trouble when I played the piano when I was a kid because I always up-tempo the beat. If I was supposed to be playing a waltz, I turned it into a ragtime jazz. That's just who I was. I didn't want to do anything slow. And you know, fast is good for some things. Fast is great when you've got momentum and you're working on a project and you're just plowing through it and things are going well and everything is lining up. Fast is good. However, there are times in your life where fast is not good. Fast is not good for paying attention to relationships. Fast is not good for savoring the moment or appreciating the little things. We tend to skip over them. I know I did because I was in such a hurry to get everything done that I would forget to slow down. Well, in the last 10 to 15 years of my life, I've been working on the slowdown. It's a challenge for me. I'm I'm not going to lie. Even with all the skills and tools I've amassed, I still want to go. I want to get things done. I want to, you know, my business projects, I want to kill them. And I just want them boom, 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 everything done. There's a couple of things in the last 10 years that have shifted my perspective on fast, though. 
first of all, it was the birth of my grandchildren because I realized how fast my kids grew up and how much I didn't savor the moment a lot of times. I was busy trying to work and take care of them. I had what they call Irish triplets. My kids are, I've got three of them. They're all a year apart. So when my third one was born, my first one was two years and two months old. So it left me little time to savor, although I could have, right? Should I say I felt like it left me little time to savor those moments. And with my first grandchild, it was pretty easy, right? It's only one. And now I have three. And I find myself when they come around, even in my workday, if they want my attention, unless I have an appointment or something pre-scheduled that I cannot shift because I've made a commitment to a client, I stop what I'm doing and I take 15 to 30 minutes to pay attention to them and play. Because these things, not only are they going to remember later, but I'm going to be able to remember that I did that with them, that I saw them at all their cute phases, that I paid attention to all their firsts. You know, I'm blessed because my grandchildren, my daughter-in-law works for me. So if they're not in school, they're typically over here anyway with her while she works. So I get to spend a lot of time with them. Now, don't get me wrong. It does give me some stress. Sometimes, you know, they can be a little loud and rambunctious when all three of them are together, but it's okay. That's what kids do. And I will miss it when they're no longer doing it. And the other thing that made me slow down in recent years is realizing that sometimes my relationships were getting off track because I wasn't slowing down and taking care of them. I was too involved with my work, too busy. I mean, I'm one of those people that work when I'm on vacation, okay? And can you imagine being married to me? And I know a lot of women say that on the other foot, that their husbands don't put the work down. I'm the person that has a hard time putting my work down. And so I have learned over the last 10 years to minimize that. Now, does that mean I cut it out totally? I might have some days where I tell staff, unless it's an emergency, I don't want to hear anything. I'm not looking at my emails. You just tell clients I'm unavailable, you know, and I've always usually pre-warned my clients that I'm going to be out of town. So I do that more and more now because I realize that those moments with Danny, my uh, my love, it, they're very important. And later on, when I reflect back on my life, I don't want to miss that with him either. Now, don't get me wrong. We're both busy people and we both have to, you know, do things sometimes, but we both make a concerted effort to minimize work after a certain hour. And that's mostly directed at me. I will say I'm the biggest offender in, in that, mainly because you know, I'm running a couple of businesses and I do need to get key personnel in place where they're the ones that get called with the emergencies. That's one thing I haven't done yet. And I'm working on it. Well, actually, I had somebody that I was going to hire when COVID hit just before COVID hit and they needed some time to they wanted to give their employer like three months notice. And I said, well, don't do anything yet because we had the winds of COVID and then that things were starting to happen there. And then it hit and, you know, 
I didn't hire them because I didn't want to have to potentially let them go. I didn't know fully how this was going to affect, even though I was prepared, prepared for winter. I didn't want to let anybody down like that and they could keep their current job. Now, does that mean they won't come and work for me later? We're still planning on it. It's not that. It's just sometimes we have to put things off a little bit. But I wonder what you're speeding by in life because you're too busy working or focusing on something else. It doesn't even have to be work and that you may be missing out. Now, if you have a hobby and you love it and that's what you're focusing on, that's great. That's not what I'm talking about. It's when a certain thing gets in a way, a way of other things, relationships, your grandkids, your significant other, your spouse, your partner, your business, you know, because it can be the other way around where you're not paying enough attention to business. And so where in your life might you need to slow down and take inventory? I love the word take inventory because it doesn't sound so ominous. It's not like you've done anything wrong. You're just making a list and seeing where you maybe got off track a little bit and what areas you've neglected uh, that you need to put some focus on, put some energy into, give some life to. And so, you know, I've enjoyed the slowdown this year because it's given me extra time to do those things. Like I have no problem with playing with my, one of my grandkids three or four times during my workday. I just might extend my workday just slightly, right? To kind of make up for it. But I also find when you get those mental breaks, when you do something that's fun, that you love, that you enjoy, you also get a renewed sense of energy And in my case, it helps me focus when I get back in and I get things done much quicker, right? Because my brain is kind of like relaxed and gone into play mode because we don't play enough at work. That is the other thing I've incorporated in the last 10 years, probably, is I started learning to play at work. What does that mean, play at work? Well, it can be mean play music in your background. It can be like me. I get up at least once an hour and I either dance or I get on my rebounder. I usually play music and I just like recharge myself in play. I might even, you know, I don't play a whole lot of video games, even though I used to be a video gamer back in the day. I might get on and play one of the little games I have on my phone. My, I call them my time wasters when I'm sitting in like a doctor's lobby waiting for an appointment and I can't make phone calls. Or maybe I'll do some fun research on the internet or, you know, even just make a list of people that I haven't connected with in a while and schedule some time in my schedule to call them. And if you're busy, you really do sometimes we have, if we have a lot of extended friends that we don't, we're not in contact with constantly, but we do like to keep track of and see how they are and see how we can assist them or, you know, just for fun to meet them for lunch once in a while, whatever it just, if you don't schedule that kind of activity, if you're really busy, 
it tends to get left out. And then all of a sudden you're months down the road going, gosh, I haven't talked to Susie. I haven't talked to Jim. I haven't talked to Sandy in so long. I've got to reach out. And so I find myself doing that during my day when I need to, I can feel it coming on when I've like been so focused on a task or whatever it is I'm doing for business that I forget. Now, the other thing that I've done in the last 10 years is I've done more focus on coaching. I've business coached for a long time, but as far as life coaching, that's really come about in the last 10 years and probably, and I was using the life coaching skills I was acquiring with my business clients, but not, they weren't really getting life coaching, but I was doing mindset coaching, which comes from life coaching, which if you don't have your mindset right, whatever you do in business will not be nearly as successful. So I had already translated that. And then in the last five years, I started doing some soul focused practice on life coaching, just because I found that my benefit from life coaching, from my coaches that I've had, has been extremely instrumental in my life being just wonderful now. I mean, don't get me wrong. I have shit. We all have shit, but I have the skills and tools to shift that shit to where eh, it's just a pile of mud. I'm going to step over today. I might muck around in it for a few minutes because I got to, but it's not going to weigh me down. I'm not going to get stuck in it and I'm going to move on. So that's been a big shift for me business-wise too, because when I'm doing coaching for a client, either group coaching, which I do, or one-on-one coaching. It is different for me. It's more like play because everything involved in it is to have a happy outcome, right? It's like that with business coaching too, but it's a more personal thing, right? Because I want to take somebody who maybe lived like me in the past without daily joy because they were too focused on rules and perfection to ever have those like moments where you just giggle for no reason. And I do that all the time. In fact, my husband will be like, what is wrong with you? You know, because I'll just think of something and I'll just start laughing. And that didn't used to be me. My brain was so heavy with the crap I piled on it and with all the rules and the perfection that I couldn't free myself to giggle on a regular basis. I do it all the time now. And so I light up knowing that I'm working with someone so that I can impart the strategies and the tools and the skills that I have, that they may take what they need and what works for them and have that extraordinary, joyful life where they just giggle. There's nothing better than a good belly laugh for anybody. So that has helped me slow down too, because when I'm thinking about my clients and I'm prepping for a call, I go to all those places and I revisit what lights me up, what makes me turn on, what makes me excited. And I'm looking for that same things for my client. What do we talk about that lights them up? When do they get excited? What turns them on? What can we focus on that can bring that awesome, awesome quality to them 
and not have them, you know, focus on things that don't bring that to them. And then I get lit up. So it's like a party for me, right? I'm reminded of how far I've come and what my life is like now. And, you know, my life wasn't the worst one in the world before. There are people with many more, had many more challenges and issues than I've ever had in my life. It's not that. It's just not what it could have been. And I'm still improving every day because here's the greatest part about it is it can always get better. It can always get better. You can always improve on every single thing you do. It just is. But just not for a need or a drive per, for perfection or based on some rule. Because you just want more and you want more joy and happiness and contentment. And so go and get it. And if you need any tips and tricks and tools, just reach out. I'd love to chat with you. I hope you guys have just the most beautiful day. And I hope you've taken advantage, taken advantage of your slowdown this year. And if you did, let me know how it's impacted your life. All right, guys, I love you with every fiber and cell in my being, and you have just the most beautiful rest of your week. I love you. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of Joyful Souls Podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. If you have any questions, comments, or feedback for us, you can reach me directly at Tracy Benson at JoyfulSouls.com. Thanks ever so much for listening and have a beautiful day.